previously on You All Everybody. Nope, but Kate's just like, boom, bitch, (laughs) get out the way. (laughs) Boom, bitch, there goes your legs. There goes your legs, bitch, there goes your legs. (laughs) I'm so glad everyone else gets to experience what I experienced 24-7 with your... Party jokes. jokes. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> the long shaft. <laughs> shaft. <laughs> I just want to get someone else to I say like it. how it's like a little girl giggle, too. <laughs> Welcome to you all, everybody. Sorry, I've been drinking, so that's what came out. Uh, uh, I'm Aaron. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> Thanks. Erica. Vanessa. Uh, and then we're welcoming back Joseph Beck Castro for this episode. Thanks for joining us once again. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Was, it, was that kind of... I was going for Elvis. No. Okay, cool. That's not what I was going for at all. Anyway, so full disclosure, once again, we're actually recording two episodes tonight, and I blanked on the drink for the second one, which is this episode. So I guess let's hear what everyone's drinking, and then maybe I'll plug in a drink later, or who knows, I just won't. I, I don't know. But yeah, uh, Vanessa, you were, you were starting off. Yeah, I went to the Smorgasbord in L.A. last weekend, and there was some guys called the Puffs that make cotton candy. And at the end of the day, they get all their cotton candy scrapings and sell it as... What, what kind is that? Why is it black? It's not black. It's like purple and red. But it's because they, they're cotton... I mean, they do all kinds of colors, rainbow colors, and they scrape it all at the end, so it's all the colors mixed together, which would probably make black. And it's just oh, okay. basically. Let me show it over here too. Um, Are you showing sugar, it to? the recording that I record and send oh, to you. Okay. Um, it's basically sugar, and so I got okay. some vodka and some sugar and mixed uh, it together. Okay, I was gonna say I was wondering why it looks like tar. <laughs> I, that looks that looks like cold blue. It looks like oil. I kind of I poured probably at least a little more than three quarters of a cup of vodka, and I was like, "Damn, that's a lot of vodka." So, but I think I had too much sugar. So it's prob- but the rest is sugar, so that's probably good. Yeah, I haven't tasted it yet, so uh, let's try it. Right, let's yeah, let's let's see how it tastes. It definitely looks like you're drinking motor oil. Um, not bad. It's not too bad. It'd probably be good if you, like, figured out some kind of mixed drink with it. It'd probably be good with rum. Uh, I was rum's, try- rum's a little more sugary. I was trying to think, what could I mix this sugar with and it tastes decent? It's like vodka. Yeah, so, I don't know. Prob- probably. No, you should, if you do it again, try it with rum. Like, rum or, like, Joe, suggestions? You've worked enough bar stuff to... Uh, no. Really sugary vodka. I think if um maybe there's a little more vodka, it'd probably like a flavored vodka might work too. Yeah, it'd probably well, just a vodka and you add something this sugar to it, it would taste like a flavored vodka. If you like to drink vodka straight like Aaron. Other than that, I'm drinking guava juice and vodka. Oh. I realized I didn't have anything to mix my alcohol with after I did my drinks from the last episode. So we ordered 7-Eleven delivery and got some guava juice. I forgot that they Because they that. don't nice. have cranberry juice. So, eh. Seven now. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, seven that, now. That, I, I, I worked as somebody who worked on that system and it was a piece of shit. 
Uh, honestly, <laughs> so. most of the time, anytime I've ordered, it takes so long. But whatever, I get my stuff eventually. And now I have a yeah. mixer. I don't have to drink vodka straight. So, Joe, what are you, I, I don't know why I'm asking, but again, but what are you drinking? Did you <laughs> um, switch? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, oh, it says right here. Say, literally says, say Lagunitas. <laughs> Lagunitas. Okay. okay. I've never heard of it. This uh, sounds good. Yeah, it is from Petaluma Caliph. Petaluma Caliph. I don't know if that may be like a different country or something, but. California. Honestly, if you're California. In, if you're in the South, California is another country. <laughs> uh, Erica? True. I'm still working on Tokyo Drift, but um, Vanessa dropped by Tennessee Shine Company Oof. Cotton Candy. Enjoy that. It is a corn whiskey with natural flavor and certified colors. <laughs> so <laughs> it tastes like corn. But it's as, um, it's just. Um, it's a fifty proof, and it's bright pink, like a like a fluoride mouthwash. Yeah, it definitely looks like a mouthwash. <laughs> it does. I've Ooh. had regular moonshine and that one, oh. and it's oh, sure it's it's, it oh. smells good. Yeah, of it's course. a lot it's better than the regular moonshine. Give it a shot. Hey, if it says natural flavors and it's corn whiskey, wouldn't it naturally taste like corn? I'm assuming it's good, right? It's it tastes like cotton candy. I don't hate it. <laughs> yeah, of it course, doesn't it? It kind of tastes like cotton candy. I've well, never had cotton candy. So, you've never had cotton candy? <sighs> Do I look like I, somebody that was allowed to have cotton I, candy? I, you know what? I figured out lately with her is just hear just hear what she said, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you look like somebody. At least from what I know from your past, you look like somebody who was around a lot of places that had cotton candy. Well, no, she told me, she told me, I found out yesterday <laughs> that she has never gotten anything from an ice cream truck, no. like an ice cream man. Shut up. Damn. Are you serious? Yeah, I was about 13. I thought he was called the music man. I didn't know he was called the ice cream Wait, have man. You... I just thought he was a really nice guy that drove through the neighborhood that played Put music, music for everybody. Like... <laughs> She's like, oh, the music truck's coming around. Have you still not had anything from the ice cream man? No, I no, haven't. Never had I'm picking you up this cream. weekend. I know a couple places that have <laughs> like ice cream man. We're ice going truck? ice cream trucks. Yeah, like no, this is, this is probably why shameful. We're going. We we saw one yesterday, and I was like, oh, ice cream truck, like a bunch of kids. She's like, I've never had anything from them. Like, and that, I mean, I was I would normally be like, what? But that, I was like, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> like, and she's like, I used to think it was called the music man truck. I did. I thought uh, it was And I was like, man, you're She's like, she's like, my pa- my mom thinks that story's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she does. You should ask her about that this weekend. Oh. Which is funny just because yeah. you're like, yep, my kids were stupid. <laughs> so what, Aaron, what will be the first thing that you get her? For my ice cream truck. Um, I don't know. Choco tacos are good. Oh mm. yeah, she's had those though. I've had a choco taco. Choco big taco. sticks are also good, but that's like poor poor people stuff it's, that you no, get because it's yeah. it's a quarter. That's a quarter. Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming not anymore. We were fifty cents. stuff. This is my orientation uh, to cotton, even candy. cotton candy. <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> gonna be so the sad. episode. You know what? Cotton candy is so much. I, I just think it's funny how great you thought that was. You're like this tastes pretty good. I'm like, it tastes like cotton candy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it tastes cotton- like a cough medicine cotton candy. It it mm. kind of does. That's yeah. why I was like, Egh. yeah. But cotton candy is fine. It's just I sugar. Really had 
cough medicine very often either. I will say cotton candy itself is gross, so you're not missing much. However, yeah. ice cream truck, you gotta get A, Flintstone, Push Pop, uh, or B, <laughs> those, those are good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Face, with the gumball yes, eye. Yes, The gumball eyeball. Anything with the gumball eyeballs. She will not like either of those, because she's not six. I like because I, I, I'm trying to. You? She hasn't had a Twinkie yet, so oh yeah, I'm not supposed to get Twinkies. When you order it from the ice cream man, it's tastes completely different. It's true, it's true. I would stick with the chocolate stuff, but yeah, those those are like keys to where you're getting it because it's like a oh my god, it's Spider Man on meat, his fucking face. Yeah, but Spider Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Insert uh, yeah. superhero here. I think here. I always used to see like Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny was another one. Yeah. You, what did you actually think about the pictures on it then? When I you were little, I thought he drove around and played music, and he's like, "These are cartoon characters." Listen. To oh my god. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry for your childhood. Like, <laughs> I honestly don't know what I thought. I didn't know what I thought until I physically saw him passing out ice cream to people one time, and I was like, <gasps> "What?" And I felt so betrayed because I was like, "What? Those kids are getting ice cream." He he does more than plays music. What? When did he start giving out ice cream? Yeah. Son did, of a bitch! Yeah. Did your parents? Well, also too, like my parents very ingrained into my brain. Like, do not take stuff from strangers. And there was, oh good, there was this really friendly pool guy back home <laughs> okay. that would like throw dum dum suckers out of his truck. Like after he would drive around, take care of all the pools in the area. And he'd throw dum dum suckers out of the truck, and. um Kids would just run after it like a pinata opened up or something. And I freaked out the first time I saw it. And I was like, don't touch that. And like knocked it out of everybody's hands. And they looked at me like I was a psycho person. They're like, that's Jerry. He gives every, like, he gives everybody suckers. Like, I was just like, okay, well, I don't know Jerry. And he's a stranger. So don't take suckers from him. Like, I was. was, So where's Jerry now? He's in prison. I mean, yeah. I really like Jerry. Jerry We saw that coming, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's funny. You're basically just a killjoy when you're younger to where it's like, no. Uh, Me me too, for sure. (laughs) But like, for different different reasons. But anyhow, I guess we can move on. This is really good. Yeah, it's cotton candy. It's. Um, that's how this Erica's going to get Respect the shine gruesome. But okay so uh, Let me go back to this I was doing good till now I might get drunk this episode Sorry guys <laughs> nice. oh, you're good. Uh, Okay so uh, I, That's all oh, Then I'm drinking some Pacifico and some vodka <laughs> Ciroc vodka Because I'm fancy Together? I mean Probably. I drink it's, two it's, not, it's not mixed together But I mean I have a shot that, Or a glass of vodka And then a glass of beer but anyway, um, okay, so let's get in the episode info. We're on Season 2, Episode 3, Tiled Orientation, which is a lock-centric episode. It first aired October 5th, 2005, with 22.37 million viewers. And damn, these numbers for these second season episodes are insane. Like, just com- coming off of the last season, which were in all in the teens, anywhere between, I think it was like 15, between 15 and the, up like to 17. I do have a question. About the views, well, not really about the views, but, and I don't remember where this started, because at some point in this era, it, they had, um, episodes you can view online. Yeah. Could people watch 
the first season online before they watched the second season? Or was this just like, oh my god, I've been hearing this hype about this show. I'm going to start I at season two. I think you could buy episodes. Um, no. So I know you could buy episodes because I bought the season one of the season three oh, episodes DVDs. after it came out. The DVDs were how you watched these yeah. after that. Okay. Because the internet was like not old enough to where yeah. I know that they had the season three episodes on at midnight. Because I would watch them. Because I didn't have cable. So I would watch them at midnight of yeah. the same night. Oh. Yeah. But I don't know about season two because I watched the, all those when they were going on. So that's a good question. Because I have to find yeah. out. Because I... I and I don't remember where, like I said, I don't remember where it started, but I know there was because at some point I didn't have cable, and I think that's why I didn't watch Lost because I didn't have cable at that point, or for most of it, and so there were some shows that I would watch online, and it was it was different, a different type of. Is everything streaming now, and you have to buy services yeah. this and whatever? One, this one wasn't. This one wasn't a. Uh, at least, I know. Uh, actually, I know because I rewatched the the uh, fifth season. I, I rewatched the whole thing before the last season came out. So I know it was on Netflix in two thousand. I think really? it was like two thousand seven. Oh yeah, for or 2000, sure it was. But not a lot of shows were on there. There was like this. There was like the first season oh, of Dexter, and then there yeah. was. Well, there wasn't a lot on and when I had Netflix, when I start. first got Netflix, I just did the DVDs, and you had to get yeah, those well, in the they mail. Did, they did, all their yeah. streaming stuff sucked. The, yeah, like their yeah. streaming stuff was not good because they didn't have the rights to stuff. Because I w- I had Netflix, and I was using it for the DVDs a lot. Mm-hmm. Because they had nothing on there until the maybe I think I like two thousand seven at least yeah. two thousand eight. Because I remember, like, looking through, I was like, oh, this stuff is horrible. The only thing I used to watch on there was this, because you had me watch it. Yeah. And uh, Dead Like Me. Dead Like Me was also on there, which I actually watched on there as well. I never finished it, but I really enjoyed it while I was watching it. And I don't think... I mean, we definitely couldn't watch it on our phones like we do now. No, no way. Yeah. And I didn't even have good Wi-Fi at that point. I just... I didn't need it, because... I wasn't going to school or working. So at that time, if you weren't, I guess, like it wasn't, internet wasn't a necessity like it is now. Yeah. Well, I mean. And I had young kids who didn't need anything, so I didn't need the internet. I I mean, it was, it was, it was definitely, yeah, which. We can, like it was just a, a <laughs> long just, conversation. Uh, yeah. No, it ends up being a long conversation. But yeah. like, it's it's weird. It's weird how how much it, it gets relied on now as opposed to then because like it just makes like like I said, it makes me curious on where how people got how the views jump so much in the second season when uh, oh, internet oh, wasn't be- and and streaming services weren't as prevalent as they are now 100 percent because of the because of the fact that it the streaming services aren't weren't like they are now yeah. because you can't watch stuff online or anything like that yeah because of that you had to watch it live or yeah. I, I like i don't even know how so it was I'm just a, like purely I, I have to look when, word of mouth and oh my god yes. you have to watch this it's so good yes and then D, like season. people watching stuff on dvd and stuff like yeah. that so like 
I, I'm not sure about as far as uh, TiVo and stuff like that. I don't know when mm. that started. So I feel like it might have started before that. I think I feel like TiVo was around that time. Uh, but also, I'm thinking uh, the ability to buy season one on Lost DVD came out before. Yeah, yeah. Out, so, so that's so how everyone was watching it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Be and then sharing up. it. Yeah, exactly. So that because that's how I watched the first season. And I didn't watch any of it live. I watched the first season and then watched all this when it was airing. Well, I didn't watch a so- show at this period. And I was at this time newly married and young kids. So it's all like no pun intended lost to me because <laughs> I was not paying attention to stuff like this because I didn't need stuff like that. I had like other focuses. Yeah. Like One Tree Hill. Just kidding. I had to watch live. I couldn't stream it. Yeah, so, no, I had a long period of where I didn't watch like weekly shows. Yeah, same. And I had other priorities, which yeah. is trying to smash. It wasn't, it, it wasn't it, children. Yeah. But, I, I, um, yeah, exactly. I'm the same way with Joe. To where I like, there's a gap to where I'm like, the whole reason I didn't watch this, the first season of this, is because I was drinking and trying to yeah. meet girls. I, same thing with video games. Yeah, exactly. It's a large gap. Like Smash Bros. You, you. Yes. <laughs> that was that was Aaron in by nickname in college. I mean, it never, it never worked Smash out. But it, well, no, it was because we were constantly trying. We weren't actually yeah, doing it. Exactly. Um, you just get to choose between a plethora of characters that you get to be that night. Yeah, none of them worked. Yeah. We, we always lost, as one does in Smash Brothers. You're saying? Oh, my, my, so when I moved out here to come to college, I didn't have cable. And the only way you could watch shows that you had missed live on TV was to watch them the next day on the website of the network yeah, that you knew the show was That's going how the to show was too. So I had a paper calendar on my wall <laughs> that I wrote out what day my shows aired <laughs> so that I would be like, okay, <laughs> this show, like, Grey's Anatomy is on ABC on Thursday Mm -hmm. night. So, like, I'm going to watch it Friday. So, this is... I had to plan my show schedule around my homework schedule. Because, also, the episodes are only up for, like, a certain amount of Mm -hmm. days before they take them down and you're shit out of luck. So... You had to buy them on that, like, At that point, yeah, you had to buy them on iTunes. And so... You had to be on that shit. So, I literally... I had a paper calendar on my wall with my shows written out that were, like... This network, idea. this show, this is when you got to watch it, which made it all that much harder when I was trying to watch multiple soap operas because those are daily. Yeah. And they weren't putting the soap operas up initially on the network. So you had to find like a really good YouTuber that was like, got on that shit oh, down. There was no they, good YouTubers back in the then. South what are you talking earlier? about? It's, no. it's just amazing. No, it's just amazing. And it was always how... in parts. So you had to be like, oh, how many parts does this exactly, person have today? They can't do it yeah, legally. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just amazing how committed some people are to posting stuff. Like, I got to get it up. My my followers are counting on me yeah. to get that this episode of The Steel I'm showing up. So, yeah, I, mean, I couldn't you tell you a name from, of any of them, but Torrance. <laughs> yeah, were you not familiar with Torrance at the time? Erica no. seems like a good girl. There's no way she was doing Torrance yeah. stealing. What's Torrance? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's your answer. Right? No, but seriously, the what? city in L.A. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Is that a city in L.A.? Yeah, it is a city in LA, but Torrance. It's wait, like, Torrance. Yeah. Like, is that cheer? The cheer <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, is that from Bring It On? Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, the more I say 
at the more. I'm like, that's from something. Torrance. See, what is that? Is that her? Tor- with the, with tor- the T at the end. Torrance. Torrance. Wait, Torrance. wait, is that? Torrance? Or like a, like a bit torrent. No, 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 no. Was that the team name or was that her name? That was her name. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Continue. so. Sorry. Torrents are, and I, it is illegal, so I don't recommend anybody to do this. Please do not torrent anything. I'm not suggesting that. Nor have I ever done it. However, for so, legal reasons. However, <laughs> what they are is um, basically you go onto a site which I never recommend going on called like uh, the Pirate Bay, and um, so you're f- if you're familiar with Napster, basically that's uh, yeah. PvP downloading. Like you're, if let's say Aaron has Blink One Eighty Two's first date, like the song on his computer. Basically, my computer was connect to his computer and download that song that's like what pvp uh napster type shit is um but with torrent is basically let's say aaron has that but you also have that vanessa has that vanessa's mom has that hi vanessa's mom thanks for listening to the podcast um your cousin people all over the world have it and then it downloads like little bits and pieces from each of them and then that's how you get stuff so yeah. Uh, early to mid 2000s they became really big and um, they're still pretty big so you can basically find anything you want on there and they download very fast you're not downloading it from one source you're downloading bits yeah because that, bit that pornography used to take forever to download exactly and now it's like what I said this is called Tor- what now Torrent? torrents Torrent? but I used to call it porn it's still a thing because I've been looking for this oh, one sure. show for a while that I can't find but Oh yeah, it, it's definitely still a thing, as so I've been told. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, Bad like, yeah, the number one way to prevent piracy is access. Like, if you mm-hmm. give people access, so there was like a sweet, a sweet spot, like I don't know, five to ten years ago, where like all the shit was on Netflix. You know, you can find this stuff easy. But now everybody wants to fucking jerk themselves off and have their own streaming service. Yeah. So now it's like, oh shit, I want to watch this movie. Oh, it's on some piece of shit service like Stars. Right? And you're like, oh, I gotta subscribe to stars. Um, no, I, I. And then you gotta pay for everything. fucking stars. If I'm looking yeah. for something, I. Shit, I have. I don't even know how many accounts I have. We, so do we. Yeah. I would and then it's stars. just. Stars. Yes. Joe just hates stars. But, <laughs> it just makes yeah, laugh. It's gonna end up being the same thing as fucking cable, where in order to watch stuff, you have to, like, you have to be subscribed to fucking 50 goddamn channels. Um, and. Eventually, I think theorizing it's definitely not going to lead me to it, but I think it would lead people back to pirating because they don't want to fucking subscribe to some piece of shit service like Stars in order to watch, <laughs> um, you know, The Running Man or you know, The Sixth Day or some fucking movie like that. Like, I'm not going to pay goddamn ten dollars a month. Which, which, by the way, neither of those are on Stars. Well, uh, <laughs> like, no, no this, I'm just saying. The Sixth like, Day was. Okay, Six sorry, yeah, they no, dropped wait, it. Which one was? The, no, Eraser. No, no, the one that's like six days. Oh, it was End of Days. End of Days. End of yeah. Days, yeah, you're End right. Of End of Days. End of Days was. Because um, the whole time it was like stars in the corner and you're like, all right, I know. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's it, it's just going to push some uh, degenerate people. Bad uh, people. Back to like piracy. Because like you're fucking, you're, you're getting sucked back into cable because you're paying for like 10, 15 streaming services. Exactly. You might, as well just, you might as well just pay for cable. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. 
So that's what torrents are about. So uh, much like um, drugs, don't do them, kids. Don't do drugs. You end Careful up like that crazy torrents. person talking to themselves on the corner. Yeah, Careful or like the, the ice cream man, d- according d- to d- Erica. The torrents, yeah, the torrents work the same way as with the with the limewire and all that stuff. We can get viruses off of that too. Not really, because um, basically, I mean, in theory, you could, but uh, you search for stuff of how many seeders there are, um, which is how many people are hosting those files. So if if there's something with like I don't know five, ten seeders, like I mean, they all might be hosting a virus, but it is. Definitely okay. not anywhere near close to that. But usually for like popular stuff, you know, it'd be like 100, 200 fucking seeders. Or if it's like really popular, like a, a show, which episode came out the night before, it's like 2,000 people are seeding and you just fucking hit download. Allegedly, I should say. Um, <laughs> hit download and it downloads like like super fast. He's like, okay. oh, sweet, I got it on my, my thing now. Okay, so... uh. Like I said, 22.37 million viewers, which was insane for the time, which we were talking about, which I'm actually looking forward to seeing how long they're able to keep up those numbers for. Because I know the show has a drop, like, uh, spoiler alert for numbers, the show does have a drop off at some point. It still ends popular, like, it still remains popular, but nowhere near second season at all. I would, because, I mean, I listen to your numbers every week, but we get so wasted i can't remember i would like yeah. to see a little list of all the numbers for the episodes if you I mean, have them I'll, I'll, I'll find it yeah i'll find it uh second uh okay real quick actually let's get through this and then we'll do that but okay so uh the episode was written by javier grillo maroche hmm. and craig wright and directed by jack bender it takes place on day 44 and 45 on the island, which I want to mention is the third episode in a row to take place on this same day. That's all I'm going to say about that, though, and let's not complain anymore about that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, like like uh, Erica mentioned, you were asking, you wanted, you wanted to ask Joe about, like... I just <clears throat> wanted to ask Joe about um, kind of what we were, I guess, asking Laura about episode one, where... What were you doing when season two aired? Like, what did you do to prepare for season two to air? What was the hype for you behind did season you, did two? Did you watch it live, Did though? you watch it live? Like, what what was your deal for season two when this dropped live? Uh, Yeah, I definitely watched it live. Um, the hype was pretty high because, you know, Aaron and I were hanging out at the time. And I think we uh, watched it maybe at Brett's house or something. Maybe. I don't even remember. Um, I don't remember what I was doing. I definitely remember a lot more from season five and all that stuff. Uh, but what I did to prepare, probably beat drink. off um, <laughs> right? and drink. Uh, I wasn't that big of a drink back then. But um, but yeah, like the the way they fucking cliff hanged, cliff hung. Like the first season, you're like, "What the fuck's gonna happen?" Yeah. Um, and you know, at that time, it was as it's been discussed, like the internet theory and going online and reading all that stuff. Uh, it was very interesting, but to tell you the truth, I can't remember exactly what I was doing when I watched Me this neither. premiere. All I remember is that again, same thing as Joe. I was probably at our friend Brett's house. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. Whacking off? Yeah. <clears throat> Whacking off. We were just doing a, uh, we were, we're jerking off around the TV. We've already discussed it. Smash Bros. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, okay, so. This one is about Locke, who, in case you forgot, we last saw being held to gunpoint by Desmond twice. We saw it twice. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Locke was trying to, kind of trying to get answers from Desmond about what's up with the hatch, but Desmond was being kind of vague with stuff, or just like pretty much straight up ignoring him. So we know how Erica and Vanessa feel about Locke, but Joe, I think the last time episode you were on was with Char, or uh, was with the Michael one, but before that, like the last two episodes were Michael and Charlie, so we've never actually. Got like a solid opinion about Locke. What do you What do you think? Yay or nay? Oh, definitely nay. <laughs> I think we got a solid <laughs> oh, yeah. opinion about that. We he did kind of get a solid opinion, but like old white man. Okay, oh, yeah, <laughs> that is true. Okay, you, Vanessa is right. Literally, all my notes for this episode is just uh, shit talking Locke. So okay, fair um, enough. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I know you very much like Locke, um, but. He always bothered the shit out of me before I even like thought about it deeply. And the I more feel so I validated it, the less right I now. Like him. Yeah. <laughs> well, Laura's the same way too. So, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of someone. I think David might have liked Locke. I can't remember, but anyway, but yeah, Laura's definitely the same way. And Chris, I think, is indifferent. He, yeah, he is a little indifferent. I think. I think most of the time he doesn't like Locke. Let us know if let us know, Christopher, if I'm wrong. But yeah. Yeah, reach out to the podcast on social media. <laughs> yes. Say hello and give your opinion so Because we, we exactly. have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Oh, yeah. We forgot to do the social stuff last time, which whatever. I think, anyway. Yeah. So, okay. So before I forget, because I'm going to forget if we start getting into the episode, we did promise that we would read the reviews that we got on stuff. Oh, yeah. And we did get a review. We did. Do you want to save that till the end? Which I think would be good to save that till the end. I just don't want to forget. I, I, I'm to totally okay with saving I'll it. I'll pull it up now so that I can read it when. I'll remind you. I think, maybe. I think, I think we'll Vanessa, should, Vanessa should read it, but I, somebody would be very proud if I did. <laughs> yes, do it. Okay, but uh, I, the only reason I mention that now is because I'm going to forget. So I can write a note at the bottom. Yeah, I wrote yes. it into my notes also. Good. So. Do it. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I don't. Okay, so I'm not gonna put a note on there if we forget. Whoops. Anyway, okay. So uh, are you guys ready to get into the episode then? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So we start off with the previously on Lost, and then see Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> I was like, vodka. who's Jasmine? <laughs> Je- it's no, it's Jasmine. That's Jack and Desmond mixed together. <laughs> That's what I like to call them because I like to. I'm hoping for a thing. Anyway, so we see uh, Desmond talking to Jack at the stadium. Desmond telling him, "See you know the life." And and then uh, Jack walking through the hatch and noticing the concrete and his key kind of like you know doing its thing. Kate freeing herself. Desmond walking or sorry, Desmond telling Locke to input the numbers in the computer. And then Sawyer and Michael finding Jim before the others emerge from the jungle. So. Like, which is where this episode starts as one of like those super big dudes runs up to them, knocks them all out with a big ass stick. And they're dragged into the jungle and thrown into a pit as Michael asks what they did with Walt. Honestly, so unnecessary. He did not need to hit them that hard. And I think they would have been much more like injured if that big dude had hit them with a club. Well, he did hit him with a club. I know. And... Whenever we see oh. them again, like, 
Well, I think oh, I think yeah. he just wanted to make sure they were out. Like this is so unnecessary. This big zombie guy is just which he out of control. in the thing he's called leader, like in the like the the transcript. I don't know what he's called in the actual script, but yeah. But I'm yeah, just glad we dude. get to see handsome ass Jen back on the screen because <laughs> he's handsome. Fucking Daniel Day that. Kim, more like yeah. Daniel Day cute. Am I right? <laughs> Did we send that where he reads thirsty tweets about him? No, but we, that's a good one. We should tweets. share that. They're so funny. There's one where they make him read thirsty tweets about himself, and he gets all like bashful about it. It's great. <laughs> I like Daniel Day Kim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we uh, then go back to the hatch where we see the same scene. From the season premiere, again, for the third time, like I said, Jack gives Locke's shit once again as the hatch, uh, about the hatches, we get a, which, sorry, Erica. I stole your thunder. And she's like, I don't know, do you drink all that already? No, well, you're almost there. You're almost there. Right? I mean, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> I don't hate it at all. As we uh, flash back to uh, John at anger ma- an anger management meeting. He's listening. Do it, which did you guys get that there was an anger management meeting? Yes, I no, did. I put AA no. or survivor meeting. Uh, so it said in the some of the trivia AA, but I like a like a thing with the trivia. And if you look on the board in the background, it's an anger management meeting. Uh, at first, I was like, I didn't realize Locke had like a AA meeting issue that he needed to deal with. But then after listening to the other to people, her. I was like. Yeah, these people just yeah. have other issues. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's listening to some girl talk about her mom stealing money from her and just seems like annoyed and bored before just starting to laugh at her. The meeting, uh, the meeting, like, well, the meeting leader later, lady asks him what he's laughing at. And he basically says that the girl's, he's like, the girl's problems are stupid, which is kind of a dick move because that girl seems like heartbroken as shit at this. Everybody's yeah. issues are valid just because they're not your issues. Yes. <laughs> doesn't mean they aren't Which, valid. Ooh. All right. This is my first night. No. Nope. <laughs> Fucking old white guy, John. Someone's mom stealing the money or stealing their money to buy booze is a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah. But it's not that old white guy's problem. So it isn't a big deal to him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. this is a fucking big deal. It's not, it's not about the $30. It's yes. about... Someone's mom's stealing money from them to go buy booze, but yeah. don't worry. It's it's not old white guy's problem, so it isn't a big deal, because the world revolves around old fucking white guy there, so... Yeah. We are, like, yeah. on Fuck the you, same John. page. This this whole thing. Yeah. I agree. Joe's like your lock-hating soulmate? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're about five seconds of, like, high fives through the screen right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, John Locke, more like John Cock. <laughs> fucking cock. So, I'm always down uh, for some Locke bashing. bashing oh, I thought you said Locke Cock. But all right. That's, no. Anyway. Please, no. Put that cock on Locke. <laughs> we then get a little bit of a, like exposition as he explains his last flashback. Or his actually... Yeah, his last flashback. And uh, we find out that his mom... Like, we find out that his mom found him again, and then his dad stole his kidney, and damn, I, I love his, <clears throat> sorry, I, I love his uh, flashback episodes, because that Terry Quinn's a good actor, Terry mm-hmm. O'Quinn, sorry. He does a very good job with this role, so, like, mm-hmm. I, he, like, with just express, like, he's very good at expressing how 
Sadius, I guess. Pathetic. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Like, he has some legitimate reasons to be screwed up. Daddy issues like everybody else. But the way he deals with a lot of them and how he acts is just not right. Yeah. Yeah, I will say Terry O'Quinn is a fantastic actor. I agree. Yeah. Um, and he encompasses his character very well, and that's why I hate him so much, because he's a great actor. <laughs> um, and obviously Locke has, as Vanessa just said, plenty of reasons to be not happy. It's just the way he carries it makes me fucking hate him. Because, like, hey, dog, yeah, you've been through some shit, but that doesn't make you wise. That doesn't make you smart. That doesn't make, like, your problems the only problems. And just because you've been through some shit also doesn't make you, like super smart and knowledgeable about everything yeah. like you just you just yes. think that because you're an old white guy like you're just a fucking dude like I, plenty of people have been through some shit but that doesn't mean they know dick about dick they just had some <laughs> we rough need to times we this guy back like, more often yeah <laughs> Like, okay, see. Okay, Jack. Jack himself has had like a uh, what do you want to call it? like a pretty privileged life, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, his dad's like a piece of shit, but whatever, you know. His dad was a fucking doctor. Uh, he's a handsome, handsome white, as they call him. Uh, he's a doctor himself. <laughs> he's smart, but um, uh, fuck, where was I going with this? Hold on. Um, he is handsome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But got, he's also like legitimate. Got handsome. Yeah, I, I got distracted thinking about his looks. Um, See, this is what happens with two episodes but, in a row. Where yeah, it's like. <laughs> uh, but like, um, he knows about shit. Like, he's legitimate. Like, what he says and what he feels is a legitimate thing. He he just doesn't like right. assume it. He's kind of done the work. He, just because yeah. he's a like rich, handsome fucking white boy doesn't mean he knows everything. <laughs> But he's put in the work to fucking know a bunch of shit. And he, like, cares about it. He's got, like, doubts. You know, like, Locke is just, like, he hasn't fucking done anything good, but he just assumes he's good because he's an old white guy. You so, ain't rich. So, Fuck Locke. Uh, he's basically saying he hasn't paid enough of the tolls yet. To, no, like- well, I, I, okay, so the one of the reasons I like, I like his episodes are because they always make him seem like Actually, with with every like now thinking about it right now, between walkabout this episode and the the Deus, Ex uh, the the Deus Sex on the Beach Machina, like okay. every single time it makes him it makes him seem like he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, and they they make it very clear because like in this episode, like he questions himself during every every single one of those episodes, and it's like. I feel like I don't know. Like, he questions himself, though, and it puts him into like some sort of predicament or some sort of spiral to where he does like yeah. something rash. Yeah. yeah, you know what? That is a very good point. But um, like he, he yes, because like with this episode, like he, he, it makes it clear that he, not not necessarily that he fucked up, but like he questions himself. Like all of his episodes so far are about him questioning himself and questioning like what he's doing and questioning the way he's doing stuff because like the last one that we saw with him was when Boone got like fucking hurt. And like at the end of the episode, he's sitting there crying on no, the hatch. He didn't get hurt. He died. <laughs> they sacrificed no, no, he wasn't dead Boone. Yet. He wasn't dead yet. And yes, he did say he sacrificed Boone, which 
was and like I like how Vanessa's like fuck that guy and Erica's like eh, it's Boone. Okay. Okay. episode ever to I, why oof. I feel the way I feel about that, but yeah, I agree with all this. However, the one thing is he still has that attitude of like yeah, this is my destiny. This yes. is what is supposed to happen. That's some old white guy shit. Like he's like, oh man, this sucks. This is some bad shit that happened. Um, <laughs> But it's part of a bigger plan, which is for me to be the best. It's like, why? Why you? Why you gotta be the best? What have you done besides be an old white guy? He's an old white colonizer. That's his fucking manifest destiny. (laughs) Just like, I rule this island now. It's like, why? Because I'm an old white guy. I've Um, never been as happy as I am this episode. Because somebody agrees with me, finally. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I, I think... Perhaps, I mean, there could, there could be some uh, island influence stuff going on behind the scene that leads him to wherever he's going. Yeah, but there could not be. But he just assumes there is. I he just like I, even in this episode, he's like, yeah. "What should I do now?" It's like, yeah. who the fuck are you talking to, dog? Yeah, like, no. And again, my mother, our one of two fans. <laughs> Was like, but he he's led by this faith, and I we, we get into this whole debate, and I'm just like, uh, okay, fine, but he's still a little irrational. He needs to think clearly. He doesn't. I mean, that's basically at the end too, where Jack's like, well, what if you're wrong? Like, yeah. you're doing all of this, and you're blindly already just trusting Desmond. You don't even know him. Like, what if you're wrong? Yeah. Yeah, he's just way too jumping into it because he thinks it's right and be damned the consequences yeah. yeah okay oh yeah so we're still in his in his uh <laughs> in his flashback so after the meeting a uh, girl approaches uh, a gal approaches them and tells them hey good job yelling at those people because they're all a bunch of fucking babies which they seem to bond over mm-hmm. so she then asks if he's coming back because she's likes bald guys log is like Damn girl, I ain't bald. I, she's I like, that was a good pickup line. <laughs> she's like, I can wait, which was, was just funny. That was a good line. <laughs> yeah. Helen is way too hot and cool she for is, this fucking yeah, jabroni. I'm exactly. sorry. Yeah. But she then introduces introduces herself as at, at She then introduces herself as Helen as we get another Go back to uh, the hatches. Jack demands to know where Kate is, and we see her crawling through the vents before landing in a room, which turns out to be the armory. She loads a gun, sneaks up behind Desmond, and holy hell, guys, we finally made it to the, like, past the scene (laughs) that we've seen, like, six times. As she knocks him in the back of the head with the butt of the gun, which causes Desmond to accidentally fire his gun and shoot the computer. So, welcome to the third episode, which is going to move the story forward, finally. Yay. Finally. <laughs> so uh Desmond notices the busted computer is like, We're all gonna die, brother. See, I just needed a drink more apparently. Yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get that <laughs> So he uh then tells Jack to let him up so he can fix the computer and enter the numbers before the countdown timer runs out or or they're gonna die. I, I just wanna say it when he says it. Don't tell me what to do. Oh yeah, J- Jack does mention like uh, it's got a it's another uh, don't tell yeah it's another version of don't tell me what I can't do. I don't know I mm-hmm. did him southern, but uh, apparently Desmond finally gets a good look at Jack because he's That's like, the part I wrote "Do I know you?" Yeah, yeah. which was, eh. "Do I know you, brother?" Do I know you, brother? But so Jack lets uh, so Jack ends up like letting him up when it when he asks that as we get another. 
I, this is like last episode and it reminded me of it because you have like this little lock where he looks at him suspiciously because he's like, okay, you guys know each other and what's going on, but. Oh, Locke gave him a look too? Yeah. Locke gave him a look like, hmm, this is sus. And then, but I, I forgot to mention last episode there's always these scenes where, like, we saw Locke take off his shoes, and then when, I don't remember which scene exactly, but Desmond was following Locke into the computer room, and it, yeah. it like, panned to his feet where he was shuffling, and it, like, focused on his shoeless feet. And there's always these scenes where it makes something seem important, and I'm not sure is this going to come up again later or is just like why is his sock we we already know he took off his shoes why are we seeing it again and and I'm so confused like am I gonna see this later is this gonna be important I don't know if they're misdirecting me or if this is important that he took off his shoes so I, yeah is it a Chekhov's gun yeah or is it a character builder yeah um I don't know I I don't yes. want to like ruin anything, but it's like half the time yes, half the time no. Maybe I, it, it, it's yeah. just the problem with the show is it makes you look into every single thing. It's yeah. really redirecting you and making you look and analyze every little thing that happens. Like okay, yeah, he looked to where you're like reading into stuff too much. Uh, we're obviously all suspicious of how they were connected before, and now they're connected now, but fucking feet and socks like i don't care about that why is that important so you just uh have to remember everything so there is uh this idea of um well first of all more dark tower fans out there it's ka <laughs> but um as far as like dickens goes like a lot of people feel uh dickens is there's way too many coincidences mm -hmm. you know uh like everybody knows everybody everything like comes mm -hmm. back and that's kind of like what they're doing with the show with like desmond and jack knowing each other while yeah. they're running up and down the stairs and what like stephen king did in the dark tower was uh, this idea of Ka, where kind of everything is connected which is kind of this exact same idea mm -hmm. uh but in like Dark Tower, they just call it Ka, but they also pointed out, and I think in the show there is an explanation kind of for all this, um, or maybe there isn't. I don't know. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, but it's that same sort of Dickensian idea of everything is connected in a way. Yeah, and they whether definitely it be have a coincidence or something higher power at work. Fate. It, it makes me want to go back through all of my notes and see all the things where, why did they focus on this and put it into like one little note so I can see at the end or at some point, did this make any sense? And I mean, I can't see why feet and why he took off his shoes. I know, I feel like I know why he took off his shoes, but. Because he's focusing. an old white guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he assumes he's at home. Why do they well, keep focusing on it? 
And there's different things I'd have to look back, but there's different things where I notice they pointed that out again and again. I was looking through the uh, extras for this episode, and on the plus side, it one of the extras was like a thing called mysteries. Like it was like all the mysteries they bring up and all that stuff. Like so, it's like there's an extra thing about it, which we'll end up probably have to wait till the end of the season to watch because it's like a DVD thing. So mm-hmm. it's probably gonna bring up the whole season. But yeah. So uh Patron episode, so sign up if we have it. I'm not sure. Patron. Patron. I'm gonna buy no, Patron, Patron next time. Patron. Which uh Okay, so uh we flash back to Helen's house where John is getting dressed in the middle of the night after I'm assuming was a long night of him inside Helen's hatch. I don't know. I put ooh but, lock in Helen sitting yeah. in the tree. Get to the H A T C H H A T C. Yeah, that works. Okay. Anyway, because he okay. Uh, anyway, uh, so she asks him where he's going. He tells her that he has trouble sleeping in a strange bed, and that he'll call later. We then cut to the next morning, where we see him in his car hanging out outside of his dad's house. When suddenly his dad, Anthony Cooper, opens the car door and sits in the passenger seat. He tells him that he knows he likes to park outside of his house like a fucking creep. And that at first he's like, eh, I thought it was kind of funny, but, you know, you're starting to get a little bit of annoying there, bud. He then Thank asks what he wants. Locke said, Locke pretty, Locke pretty much asks him why he did it. And Cooper's basically like, come on, man. Like, I, I con people. Like, I needed a kidney. You needed a dad. And I took it from you. Like, that's all it was. Go away. Like, do not come here anymore. I like he asks him what he wants. Like, like the six-fingered man with with. It. Indigo at the end of Princess Bride, where he's like, "I want my kidney back, you son of a bitch." <laughs> like, what? What did you expect him to say? Like, come on. Like, like the whole time I was just like, "Say it, say it." <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but uh, poor John just begins kind of crying yeah. as we get another. It was pretty sad. Yeah, I. Well, at this scene, I first realized Helen was her name even though i know she said it in the last flashback and i thought either she moonlights as a phone sex operator (laughs) or he paid the phone sex up obviously he paid the phone sex operator but told her pretend your name is helen and because i i don't know i lost this one whose name was helen and then the dad, just the audacity. Like, he made fun of him. Like, bro, he's always I been took a advantage dick. of yeah. you. We know he's a dick, but I just. Super dick. God. The, he just, yeah. I can't even deal with he this guy. Has, he has the confidence of a mediocre old white man. <laughs> I agree. That's it right there. It's just like I got what I wanted from you. And he's like he's like a he's like twenty years old in the lock, so he's got that extra confidence. I mean at least I gave up one of my kids, I would fuck, I'm like eighty at this point. I would pretend to like them. I'm what gonna live ten more years with this used kidney I have? Like why would you pretend to like him? This guy's bugging you. Like he he you're just like, God, this guy needs a fucking but like bugger off. Piss off, Lou. Yeah, piss. <laughs> just so piss sad. Off. I, I mean, I feel sorry for the guy, but he's still. Yeah. Like, I also hate him. I it's also like... hate him. I don't. I mixed feelings. 
I mean, Locke got old white guy out by the older <laughs> white guy. That's basically what happened. He got what he needed. He's done. Yeah. Exactly. That, I don't know. It's just, like, again, like, Terry Quinn's good because, like, Josie mm-hmm. starts crying. I was like, oh, I want to pet him on his semi-bald head. <laughs> anyway. Um, so we go back to the hatch where Desmond is frantically searching through stuff. Kate mentions Sight can fix the computer, and Desmond mentions that there is a front door, which apparently is just chilling in the middle of the fucking jungle. <laughs> and the survivor, like the survivors, didn't notice it for some reason. Like you'd think that Locke and Boone would have noticed it with how much time they spent out there, but whatever. They were too busy with the one side of the hatch. Yeah, but you think like yes, but you think he would have looked around when you see something going down into the like that could Boone's possibly also go down. Pretty stupid. He, I agree. He did I, have I Boone as a sidekick. I mean, I love yeah. Boone. I cried a lot over Boone, but I mean, let's be real. He was I kind mean, of an did idiot. Did you did you put a big picture of a pin on the front door? <laughs> there's not really there's not really any reason for him to look for it. So I'm yeah. <laughs> throws well, the pin like it's a yeah, bone. Yeah. Go get it, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> for Boone. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, first of all, um. For the show. Love the nickname Boone. That's hilarious. But also, at some point, uh, Erica was like, oh, Jack's all hairy, like hairy chest. That's gross. Um, that's very offensive to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sorry. I just wanted to bring that up. Wait, uh, wait, was that? That was a while ago, right? That was, a while that was ago. yeah. Um, <laughs> some of us can't help how we are, right? <laughs> and you know what? Some people like it that way. So. Uh, I'd be great if Laura popped in like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Um, then that's why you have the soulmate that you have. <laughs> exactly. That's why you have the soulmate I'm, that you I'm have. I'm sorry. Hey, why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, no, like, neither uh, Hatch, <laughs> neither Boone nor Locke, it's just like, it's like, oh, I'll be right back, and does like a quick beat off session in the jungle and discover that door. <laughs> you know, like what are they? Like how far away are they going? You know, are they mixing up their spots. Like what's going on here? Um, how do they not discover that door? You know, that's that's the they don't smoke, so they're not going for a quick smoke break. That's the. Well, they don't smoking. I, with the I special like how I like how equivalent. instead of. The special uh, pace they got going on there. Yeah. They don't need any smoke. I just like instead of going to the bathroom or going pee, you're like, nope, they just went to jerk off in the... They can't okay, control uh, themselves, so they went to jerk off in the in the jungle for a second. Okay, had I thought of that, that would have been a better one to two, but <laughs> see where my mind goes immediately. Um, but yeah, okay, better example, pee break. Like, no one's just... You know, because you don't want to pee in the same spot, because yeah. it's going to smell like piss. Like, Plus, you got all that jizz everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Well, this piece right on the beach in front of everybody. Yeah, somewhere. But yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, uh, any anyhow, Kate takes off. Jack grabs the stuff that, and Jack grabs like the jar full of stuff that Desmond needs, which is computer stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, he tells him that he won't give it back until Desmond explains how he got there. Desmond says he was on. He's like, I'm on a, a race around the world th- for three years, and my boat crashed into a reef, and then Kelvin <laughs> came and brought me back, and there's a beep, and then there's. He Who's and I, he types a call. He types a call in, and he's like, "What's that about, dog?" And Kelvin says, "Just saving the world, brother." That was, okay, that's Russian. A little Russian. Oh, was yeah. Russian? It was very Russian. Was very Russian. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's pretty. Damn it, I was, I was like, that's pretty good. It's pretty Russian. 
Oh, yeah. oh damn, I thought that was good. Okay. All right, cool. And so, okay. Anyway, so he tells uh, him, no, Vanessa, who's Kelvin? Yeah. I what, saw... what you said? Yeah, I said who's Kelvin, but nobody knows. I think he's talking about Kelvin Klein. But uh, so he, like, which is Marty McFly. But he <laughs> tells him that he starts helping... He's like, I, 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 okay, I'm not going to do it again. He tells them they start helping push the button too, and they save the world together until one one day Kelvin died and he's been alone ever since. Okay. I, I just, when Kate had the gun at the beginning, like always, she really thinks she's badass with this gun. Well, she didn't nail him with the gun. Yeah, but I mean, Kate on the island kind of seems. Hmm, she thinks she's badass, but then we see in her flashbacks, it's like, you're not badass. You're no, crybaby. Just, you're I, extra think, I think crybaby. we figured out that they, that they don't know how to write for her. Because, like, it's a mixture between, like, very badass and then bumbling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's... it's I'll I, have that in my notes later. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, Jack hands the jar back to Desmond as he gets to work, and as Jack continues... Sorry, as Jack continues to give Locke shit about how stupid this whole situation is. I agree. Yeah, so Desmond tells them that there's a film that they can watch that explains everything, which Locke finds. It is marked orientation. Uh, Real quick, that is um, behind a book called... uh, The Turning of the Screw. Yes, and um, it is a horror story from the late 1800s. Oh, it is? Quote here. I thought it was a porn story. No. Um, that's the turn of the screw. Actually, I think it's called the turn of the screw, not the turn yeah, of the screw. Yeah, but um, as far as that book goes, uh, Gone Girl author Gillian Flynn says, it is one of the most chilling ghost stories ever. And its own writer was so frightened on rereading it that he was afraid to go to bed. And some dude named Stephen King called it the only two... <clears throat> The only two great novels of the supernatural in the past hundred years. I don't know what he's speaking about the other one, but, um, but yeah. Little women. It gets put in the freezer a lot. That's true. Um, (laughs) yeah, I heard about that from some guy in New York. (laughs) I'm definitely going to have to read this book now. You're going to, yeah, I feel like you're going to be disappointed. It looked pretty thin. It's a book from the 1800s. Yeah, it's a novella, so it's not a full novel. So it's like a short novel. I'm still interested. Yeah. I didn't even know that it was a that it was a horror thing. I, I honestly thought it was like a, a drama or something like that. It was published in 1898. Wait, screw or Shrew? The turn of William the screw. Shakespeare. I thought it was Shrew for some reason. Why did I think it was Shrew? That's William Shakespeare. I don't know what you're talking it's about. The turning of the um, Shrew. No. And I was like, oh no, nice. the screw. It's about like isolation and like this woman who brings her kids in isolation and. It's kind of on point with the Desmond being isolation the part, and but there's oh, also okay. ghost and spirits oh, and so it's shit like a in it. Reference to mm. it's it's a cheeky little like reference to the episode. Yeah, about him being alone and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. And ghosts. Over on the beach, Hurley mentions to Saeed how nice it is that things are getting kind of back to normal. As Kate runs up and tells Saeed that she needs some help. So they head back to the, we then head back to the pit with Jin Sawyer and Michael and uh they're trying to get info out of Jin which is pointless but uh 
They then begin lifting Sawyer up so he can try to get out, but the big dude sticks a knife through it, like the thing, and which knocks him back down. He then throws someone else into the pit, who we see is Michelle Rodriguez. I don't like her. She's the plant. But she's like, she's like not, it's not, are, are you okay there? <sighs> it's not, her. it's not actually like Michelle Rodriguez. Like, she's not like playing herself. Like, the character's name is Ana, Ana Lucia. Lucia. She's a yeah, plant. But- she's a spy. <laughs> It would have been a, like a cool twist if she's like they're like, "What's your name?" and she's like, "Michelle Rodriguez." Do you not recognize <laughs> me? Or like, I'm in Girl Fight, and I was in Fast Avatar, which comes out in like four years. Yeah, or she was in Fast and the Furious then. Yes, but uh, anyway, for some reason, it makes me laugh every time Sawyer calls Jin Chewy. So we go back to the hatch as uh, Jack and Locke set up the projector so they can watch the movie. Jack begins giving Locke shit about believing Desmond's story. And like all that world ending stuff, if they don't know their numbers, how like stupidly impossible it is in law counters with whatever, dude, you're just mad because Desmond, Desmond said he recognized you in that's impossible, which is a good point. But anyway, uh, they start the video, which fuck it. Like, I don't feel like explaining this whole video. So you just want to watch it real fast because I have watched together right here real fast. Welcome. I'm Dr. Marvin Candle, and this is the orientation film for Station 3 of the Climate Initiative. In a moment, you'll be given a simple set of instructions for how you and your partner will fulfill the responsibilities associated with the station. But first, a little history. The Dharma Initiative was created in 1970 and is the brainchild of Gerald and Karen DeGroote, two doctoral candidates at the University of Michigan. Following in the footsteps of visionaries such as B.F. Skinner, imagine a large-scale communal research compound where scientists and freethinkers from around the globe would pursue research in meteorology, psychology, parapsychology, zoology, electromagnetism, and utopian social exclusive Danish industrialist and munitions magnate Alvar Hanso, whose financial backing made their dream of a multi-purpose social science research facility a reality. You and your partner are currently located in Station 3, or the Swan, and will be for the next 540 days. The Station 3 was originally constructed as a laboratory where scientists could work to understand the unique electromagnetic fluctuations emanating from this sector of the island. Not long after the experiments began, however, there was an incident. And since that time, the following protocol has been observed. Every 108 minutes, the button must be pushed. From the moment the alarm sounds, you will have four minutes to enter the code into the microcomputer process. Induction into the program. When the alarm sounds, either you or your partner must input the code. It is highly recommended that you and your partner take alternating shifts. In this manner, you will stay as fresh and alert with utmost importance that when the alarm sounds, the code be entered correctly and in a timely fashion. I do not attempt to use a computer for any... Congratulations. Until your replacements arrive, the future of the project in your hands. On behalf of the DeGroots, Alvar Hanso, and all of us at the Dharma Initiative, thank you. Namaste. And good luck. I like how everyone's like that except for Vanessa who hasn't seen it a bunch of times. <laughs> I've seen it. No, I feel like I got it. I feel like okay. it was very like obviously 70s and we know what we're doing and kind of like where keepers i don't know i got whole keepers of the universe and i haven't finished loki but very variant and timekeeper and did you uh, did you notice the that it says film three out of six yeah i did i realized i noticed that they were missing some some stuff but whatever they had planned in the beginning gone wrong obviously And this hatch name is the swan. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was like, is this Loch Ness Monster or the swan on this Dharma thing? <laughs> and then they said swan. Well, and then, I was like, oh, it's a swan. Cool. 
Uh, and Jack looks pretty annoyed the whole time we're watching this at, while Locke is like super into it. Yeah. So we then flash back to John and Helen at dinner for their six month anniversary where she gives them a present. And I have a question. Like, did either of you guys used to celebrate these anniversaries like six months stuff or anything like that? Because I feel like I haven't done that since like my first girlfriend was when I was nah, like 19. I'm not, uh, I'm not a sap like that. Like in high school, yeah, no, I wasn't even like that then. Like, <laughs> no, nah. like, oh, well, we're done, pussy. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I think I made yeah. it to six months with one girl, so I was I pretty remember. much over it before that happened. Yeah, me too. You, you guys are cold hearted, pretty Those much. Those lock people are assholes, yeah, anti lock people. Sorry. I agree. I just feel like if you're the type of person that like counts how many months you've been in a relationship, you're kind of a psychopath. But I, when she first said that, when they first said that, where it was, oh, it's only been six months. I was like, like cold hearted, black heart. What the fuck? But then I think she just kind of used it as an opening to yes. give him the okay, key. Okay, so yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes. She she definitely used it because, uh, so she used it as a, he open, she gives him a present. He opens up the box and finds the key to her apartment. So she tells him that the only condition is that she is basically, she basically tells him that she followed him the night before and he needs to stop stalking his fucking dad. Mm-hmm. Agree. I agree. Yeah. Shit. Bitch, you gotta stop following him. You know? <laughs> so exactly, Pot so he's the like, kettle black situation. Psychopath. <laughs> Just he's saying. Like, he's like, why? Well, why were you following me? And she makes a good point by telling him that, like, she's like, you sneak off in the middle of that all the time. I was curious where you go. Car? You could sleep in yeah. my bed. Here's a key. <laughs> well, he's not sleeping. He's no. looking yeah. at he's the just gate. crying in his cup of coffee like a pathetic <laughs> little bald guy. Uh, I mean, yeah, she definitely has a point. I, yeah. It's just making a joke. She's yeah. 100% right here. Yeah. But so she tells him that he, she's like, she's basically like, you helped me get over my anger, anger issues. And now I want to help you get over yours, but you have to promise not to go to your, dad, your dad's house anymore, which he agrees to do. Mm-hmm. They do a nice little thing where we get, before we get a, Oosh. and go back to the hatch as uh, Locke gets the film ready to watch again. Jack basically calls him. He's like, no, I'm not going to fucking watch this again as he walks off. And then we cut to the pit again where Michelle Rodriguez finally wakes up. She asks who they are and they say they were on the plane and they figure out that she was on the plane too. She tells them that she was knocked out during the crash, woke up in the water and has been alone ever since until the others, the people up there found them or found her. Michael asks who they are and if she's seen Walt and then says his catchphrase once again, they took my son, uh, which I'm starting to, like I said, we should just start up a tally for because like, that's eh. anyway. So she introduces herself and uh, Sawyer tells her that the next time that that dude opens the cage, he's going to fucking shoot him because he still has that gun on him. Yeah, she, I just, I mean, I don't know if they were trying to hide her or make it obvious or what but no she's don't trust her no clearly obviously I mean, she seems pretty like trustworthy yeah. to me but I, I mean that's racist but okay well but <laughs> but i also i also am like really like susan so i mean who, who am i to say like nobody likes I, I, susan who are you to disagree uh, i i would i i mean i like susan but i mean she's pretty so you know I'm, i I'm think the, Michelle Rodriguez is super hot, so. Joe, Joe's on my side? 
maybe with, with <laughs> yeah we have the same points just about different people yeah okay so uh you okay there yeah my eye physically started twitching when you said that so when you said that she was hot i literally like my eye started twitching because i, I was think, just I like, think she's hot I think so, uh, she's got a. She, she's hot. I, I'm she's not pretty. I just distinct the character she plays. She's not conventionally she's hot. Plays the same character I like how that's the way to in. say I don't find her. Like, she is not. No, I think, she, she's, an attractive I think she's pretty, but I don't think if you were to like some supermodel or her, she wouldn't be like. And I think things are off. Definitely changing now compared to what they used to be. Standards are definitely different. I think this is definitely uh, the way an old white guy would explain why they don't think someone's okay. attractive. Wait. Yep. <laughs> I don't. My problem with her is That's all personality. Right <laughs> physically, not she's physically she's fine to look at. Okay. She's, like, she's she's the, the whole reason you guys don't like her is because of the character she plays. I yes. don't like her personality. That is yeah. my problem. It's not her personality, yeah. it's I the character she like plays. Her in the first it's not flashback. her personality. I knew okay, she I'm, was trouble from the beginning. Make sure you make sure you clarify that too. because yeah, yeah, you've had issues yes, with that. Yes. So it's yes. not her character, it's the character she plays. Yes. I don't like this char- well, that's all the characters. They're all the same. Also, character. on top of that, let let's not make any assumptions past this episode as far as her character because we haven't seen passes so let's huh. as far as her character I'm let's good stick with, with making assumptions no no no, 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 no no i'm I'm saying i'm saying for the two people that have seen stuff past this oh yeah let's oh. let's not make any assumptions past this i'm sorry don't ruin it for me back at the hatch jack first asked desmond if he's in contact with the people that made the film desmond tells him no then he asked desmond how he didn't know that the plane crashed, and Desmond answers by telling him that he has to push the... He's like, I have to push the button and I never leave the hatch. Like, come on. Jack then continues basically asking the question for the audience. Like, questions for the audience, basically. And first asks them about the replacements that were mentioned in the film, which Desmond doesn't know. And then where the food comes from, and if he thinks this is really happening. Desmond says he doesn't know, which... And then Jack mentions that it's possible that, hey, maybe they put you down here to push the button as an experiment, you know, just to see if you would actually do it. And Desmond basically gets him to shut up by saying, like, by telling him, like, he's Jack's like, do you ever think that that's a possibility? And Desmond's like, I think about, like, every single day. Every single day. Yeah. And that's the best line of this episode. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it just, I don't know, it just it, it explains, I wouldn't say explains so much, but it's just like. Um, I guess us, at this point it says what we're, we're all of, thinking exactly and then it just presents that to this other character and this other character is like yeah of course I felt like that and you're like oh okay well good but he still feels like he has a duty to do it exactly. so therefore it is important he's not just a fucking idiot who just does this because yeah, he thinks he has to do it Jack's being a dick throughout most of this episode true like, yeah, but anyway, so uh, he then points out that the film said it's supposed to be, like Desmond points out that the film said it's supposed to be a, an electromagnetic station, and then points out the fact that anything magnetic has been pulled towards the concrete wall, which we saw with Jack's key. Which keys are not typically magnetic, but go ahead. Yeah, he uh, then attempts to turn the computer back on, but it blows like a fuse or a thingy or whatever and explodes. The, the computers have fuses, Joe. 
sure. I Maybe mean, the old ones. <laughs> if I they're know. that old and they're plugged in, uh, But it blows up and knocks out the power. So the clock just starts ticking down. It's, it's a 48, and Desmond kind of freaks out, packs up a bunch of stuff, and takes off in the jungle, but accidentally leaves his photo behind. Locke seems pretty much just as freaked out as Desmond at this point and asks Jax what they should do, and, but Jax really like, pretty much like, fucking nothing, man. Nothing's going to happen. This is stupid. Peace. Yeah. So John heads back into the computer room and freaks out a little bit because shit is just, for him, just going downhill fast. Like I said, every single episode that's focused on him is just like him having pretty much like a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> like like a like a kind of like an existential crisis with himself and this island. But we then flash back to Helen's apartment as Locke wakes up in the middle of the night and begins like Jones in a similar way that Charlie gets, but about his dad. He's like, oh, I got to I got to see my dad. Like, because he goes in the bathroom, he's like splashing water on himself. He kind of like fills his like uh his his scar, which is like his, I'm assuming, like with Charlie, he kind of like fills his maybe like maybe is like oh I, I think he might seen where he, he like, can might. shoot up a good vein. Well, I don't think he shoots up. I think he like sniffs it actually. So like yeah. So he's but uh, anyway. So of course he ends up in he front of his just his favorite tooth. Yeah, <laughs> his gumming. He touches his gums like. Mm. But uh, so yeah. okay. <laughs> 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 that was someone telling us for me too loud. So uh, of course he he ends up in front of his dad's house again when he when another car pulls up behind him and just rams him. Helen gets out, grabs his keys out of the ignition, throws him over the fence, which was just great. He's like, "What the hell, bro?" And she reminds him that is she's like, "Your dad doesn't care about you." And she knows he's scared, but that she's like pretty much like you're gonna have to either choose between it's gonna be either him or me. He kind of like is like freaking out. He's like, I can't choose. And she's like, Bitch, it's called a leap of faith. Now get your bald ass over here and give me some sugar. But like in like a nicer and better written way, which she basically tells him like leap of faith. You know, you gotta yeah. So he ends up deciding to do that. Does they like embrace? And uh, she takes his hands. We get in there. They make out heavily. What? Huh? They make out a lot. They, yeah, heavily. And then we go back to him breaking down in the hatch as Kate arrives with Saeed and Hurley. John mentions that Jack left and that he needs Saeed to fix computers. So we then see them searching for the breaker boxes. Hurley finds a pantry full of food. But uh, I don't know why he didn't just say it's on the wall by the entrance. He saw he, it when he came in. Saeed did? No. Who? Lock. Lock. Oh, it's true. That's where yeah, we saw true. the Dharma logo. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, meanwhile, back in the pit, Sawyer comes up with a plan to get the dude to open the cage as Anna Lucia begins questioning me about how he got the gun. So then Sawyer, she then punches Sawyer in the face, takes his gun and has a, like the big dude pull her out of the pit as he's asking, like, who who are they? So we then cut to Desmond running through the jungle before tripping and having Jack point a gun at him. That's where I said he pulls the cape. Oh, yeah. with uh, Desmond? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Desmond's like, uh, right, you want the code. It's 4, 8, 15, 16, 23. Is that still Russian? That's very Russian, That's, yes. Yeah. I'm trying to, okay. Right, I, I can't I can't do Scottish right. for some reason. It's you 4, 18. 4, 18, 15, 16, 15. 23, 42. Does yeah. That do? That's okay, better. that's better. 
But Jack is like, fuck you, dude. I don't want that. Like, I don't want to know that because nothing's going to happen. So Desmond's like, I remember you. I helped you when you were twisted your ankle. How did the girl end up? And it's better. Yeah, I'm just doing. Less, less. Uh, apparently, all I got to do is think of that fucking show with the magic rock, and I just got it. Magic. Oh my god. The magic yeah. Wrong again. And uh, he starts bugging Jack about what happened with, like, with the, how did how did the girl end up? And starts asking, ask, like, bugging, bugging Jack until Jack basically screams, like, he's like, I married her. And Desmond's like, you're married. mistake of my life. <laughs> Jack's like, or sorry, Desmond's like, you're not married to her anymore then, right? And Jack shakes, shakes his head no. And Des- Desmond's like, do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which is just like a dated as fuck joke. And I'm, I apologize for that. But, uh, cause that's what, when I, what, what happened to a, you know, she yeah. married some fucking real estate guy in LA named <laughs> Phil Dunphy. And Jesus Christ. He's a fucking goober. He uh, is. I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, it's. You uh, don't get it. It's the modern, modern family. Modern family. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I've never seen that show. I've, I've seen some of it. It's a good show. So. It's a good show. It's funny. Solid. It's a B. I give it a B. <laughs> So well, it, it, so he actually tells me he's like seen another life, and then runs off in the jungle as we uh, head back to the hatch where Saeed mentions that he's working on the damn computer as fast as he can, but like as Kate turns the power back on, so the timer starts doing its like beeping it's thing. About like, boop, boop, fucking boop. time, she's so slow. <laughs> well, she you know, is so slow. He, she, the way he says it is like follow the conduit lines. You're like just look for the big fucking box. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but she obviously knew what that was, and she knew what a breaker yeah. box was, because she's like, it's the lines that do whatever the covered. She told Hurley. She knew what she was looking for. Well, then, like, walk faster. Saeed finishes up the computer, and it uh, it turns on. So Locke gets in front of the computer and begins repeating the numbers as he enters them, and Hurley starts freaking out until Locke says 32 instead of 42, and he's pretty much like, eh, do what you gotta do. So Jack walks in, corrects him, and is about to enter, like, he's about to walk out with two minutes left on the timer as fucking Locke, he's like, no, Jack, you need to enter the, the, uh, put, push, enter, execute. I'm very surprised that Hurley didn't stop him when he came in and corrected him, or tried to say something. Like, I think he thought at that point, fuck it, what else am I gonna do, but he's tried so hard at every point to stop it when he could like when those numbers appear mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. then he like didn't say anything yeah. when jack came in so side is pretty much gives like uh are you fucking kidding me guys like and it's about to push the button but jack t- or jack's like no and uh it tells Locke like you push the button and so jack jock jock it's still refusing to push the push it as uh the button as like the beeping starts from turning into like an alarm was like burnt 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 and Locke pretty much begs Jack to push the button by telling him the same thing that Helen told him about it being a leap of faith. Uh so of course the timer gets down to one second before Jack pushes the button, which resets the clock as Locke mentions that he'll he's like, I'll take the first shift, and Jack walks away and we get up. Uh yeah, <laughs> in in <clears throat> this scene, uh Locke is like begging Jack to help him. And he's like, I can't do this alone. But it's like, motherfucker, there's three people behind you, like standing there. And there's also like 40 <laughs> motherfuckers on the beach 
to help you. <laughs> like, all those motherfuckers can help you. Like, yeah, you don't have to do it alone, but it doesn't have to be Jack is the one that helps you. Let yeah. him go fucking be a doctor somewhere, you know? Get one, get fucking Steve or Scott or one of these uh, fucking jabronis uh, over here. One of those motherfuckers dead, but yes. But they are okay. very dramatic. Like, come on, just push the freaking yes. button. Yeah, like, you get, there's three people standing there. Yeah. Fucking Saeed's right there just like, let me fucking push he the button. He just wants exactly. to, like, make it a point. Just follow me and push the button. I wish I wish Desmond was there because he's like he's like I can't do this alone. Desmond's like yes you can, brother, and just pushes yeah. the button because he's like yeah. I've been doing this for <laughs> three bloody years. years by myself alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not that hard. Just fucking <laughs> click a couple it's keys, so bro. So dramatic, so dramatic. Yeah, just throw on the run of the records. Well, it- <laughs> but everybody's gotta everybody's gotta go locks ways. Well, it's. But on top of that, like it, it's endings, endings like that that made me forget how much I was complaining about the story not progressing because that was a good ending just because it was like tense and whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I also thought it would have been great if the episode was just like one long lock flashback that would have started <laughs> with his first flashback at the beginning of the episode and just continued until we would have got like ended right again at the end of the episode with Jack recognizing Desmond and saying, you, before it put po- like, <laughs> like. I swear yeah, to God, yeah. if they would have done that, I would have just said, <laughs> find somebody else for this podcast because I'm done. There's one episode coming up that does something similar to where remember. it pisses I, me off. I feel like it might have been. I don't know. No, it's coming up. It hasn't come up yet. But a uh, good thing to keep in mind is a review I meant the review that I read mentioned that the first three episodes of the season kind of work best as three part series like season premiere, which I mm. think works a lot better than taking them week to week. Be like, it makes like the lack of story progression a little less, less frustrating. Yeah. If you think of it as like one big premiere that they just spread out, which if they would have done that, it would have. Yeah, if probably... they would have just done one and three and had no two. No, like even good. if they would have like done like a two hour premiere and it would have been Michael and like those two, ep- those first two episodes. And then we led into this one for the third one. That still would have worked better than like. And it's just us complaining because people don't have a, like too much of a problem with this. I think. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I can't look because I don't want spoilers. <laughs> Let's work into the the character real fast. So Vanessa, does uh, each new lock episode just kind of like solidify your hatred for him, or did this one help at at all with the, any sort of sympathy or like uh, towards like, him? I have sympathy for him. I see and I understand why he's hurting. Like he's obviously been through some shit, daddy issues. We've already talked about this, but he deals with it in the wrong way and he sacrifices anything it's yeah his flashback life and his island life and he is just so easy to give up anybody because of this island and not care- he doesn't care about anybody else as long as he gets the information that he wants and does what he thinks this island is telling him to do. Joe, Joe, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I basically agree with what Vanessa said. Like, I definitely uh feel sorry for him. He's been through a lot of shit, but just because you've been through a lot of shit doesn't mean I have to like you. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but also he's a great character and a great. Um, he's great for the show 
Like mm-hmm. I'm not disparage him as like a character. I don't want him on the show anymore. Um, Agree. Great for the show, but that doesn't mean I like him. Okay. Okay, it's a hate to love. Oh, love to hate, hate to love yeah. relationship yeah. with that character. Yeah. Um, I, I I do like the parallel between the flashbacks and the on island story, but I I kind of like how he twists what Helen told him about taking the leap of faith. So like she was tr- mm-hmm. kind of trying to use it to help him get past his obsession where he's definitely, definitely using, it using it for his, his obsession. obsession. Yeah. Like to help, like to basically to get Jack to help him do what he wants to do for his obsession, which was cool. Like a good, good, what? good writing. I don't know if that, but yeah. What about Saeed being so blindly like it, There's a part in the episode where they ask him, why do you believe me like with this count and he's basically like well there's a computer here and there's this timer well counting i think down. they like, made why it, wouldn't i believe you i think they made it like like seem dire enough to where he's like yeah. i'll fix the computer and then explain to me why afterwards yeah. like you guys I'll are just, freaking out about just, this computer yeah. i'll decide if i believe you later i'm gonna yeah. fix it because you tell me i need to fix it and yeah i'll decide later if it was worth it or not and to continue but Right now, I'm going to fix it because you think it's important. Yeah. I just feel like Saeed is... No, he's usually very level-headed, but I think he's he was just doing it he, because they seem desperate. Remember, remember, I don't know what episode it was, but remember what episode where I was like, he looks bored as shit just watching them ping-pong yeah, back and yeah, forth? Yeah, I was... feel like he's very much in the middle of their two very opposite ends of the yeah. spectrum to where, yes, he's very logical, but he's also a spiritual person he understands both sides, but in this instance, he full on took Locke's side on a he whim. Didn't take I don't Locke's see side. it yes, as him he taking took Locke's, Locke's side. side on a whim. No, like, no he, he no. didn't take he Locke's didn't, side. He, he didn't take anybody's side. He was told that the but computer that needs Jack, to be fixed. And they told him the computer needs to be fixed. He would be like, "Why?" No, he no. wouldn't. No, that's not how. Wouldn't. That's not how he is. He would have fixed computer like like exactly what he said. He would have fixed computer because they're making it seem like an emergency. Important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have fixed yeah. computer exactly what he said. He would have fixed computer. He's like, tell me why after this. Let Let's get this figured figured out, and then you tell me why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he didn't even question guy, the number like ticking down. Mm. The, yeah. As a guy who fixed computers, like, are. <laughs> fixed computers like you tell me i gotta fix something i gotta fucking fix it, it yeah. it's uh if anybody's familiar with the web comic xkcd it's like nerd sniping which is um basically the idea if you give somebody uh a problem that they can solve they'll just sit there and like think about it and in the comic they give somebody some electrical thing and he's like well you know i'm gonna do this with the ohm and he gets hit by a truck or whatever (laughs) but it's it's that same basic idea like you give somebody who can fix a problem a problem and they'll just like fucking focus on that so if you're the guy who can fix a computer and you're rolling somewhere like we need you right now we got to fix this fucking computer you're like all right fuck yeah like let me get in there like let me get my soldering gun i think he puts back in the processor and he says some other mumbo jumbo shit i don't know um but that's just like what you do and you're like all right i fixed it now why am i fixing it exactly yeah. like, uh you just kind of get on that track of fixing it yeah i don't think they gave him a, the 
like because what did Locke Locke there was a Locke, Locke mentioned there, well no it, like, no it was well, Locke you... no it was Locke mentioning like don't you want to know why and he's yeah, like I don't no, care why yeah you told me to fix it I'm gonna fix it real fast and we can talk about yeah. that afterwards yeah yeah I ain't got I wrote, time for this well shit. I just wrote in there like blind faith it's not he, blind faith it, though but like, no it's, it's not, not blind it's faith just... in anybody it was him help like they asked him to help solve a problem. He did it, and I'm sure he'll ask questions it's after that. It's on the honor system, basically. It's not on the. It's not like they were asking on it. Like it was. Hey, I'll fix this computer. Let me know what I'm fixing. But if it's an emergency, no. he's got time yeah. to ask. Exactly. You don't like, say. Unless my he chest is bursting open. I need you to sew it together. Well, why is their chest? Bursting open. <laughs> I'm not gonna fix this until no, no, there's no, no. no. I'm not gonna fix it until you tell me. Well, did they get an accident? Did somebody cut it open? Did I'm just gonna sew it closed, and then later you can tell me why. why yeah. If I'm how that like, I really don't care. I'm just gonna fix the situation. Yeah, especially like like on top of that with what Joe said. Like they don't like he doesn't think locks. A bad guy or no. has ill intentions mm-hmm. so he just does it because they need him to do it real fast especially because it's not that it's not Locke that went over to him it's kate that ran over to mm-hmm. him yeah so it's not like he doesn't he trusts her mm-hmm. like so he's like he goes over there fixes stuff and then like he's like just tell me afterwards but yeah anyway uh so okay so like oh sorry vanessa vanessa again so do you not think that this was the same helen then as we saw him talking to you. I don't the think it was the same Helen. I think that um uh, I think well I'm not sure if he either messed things up with Helen and they split because of whatever cuz he's crazy or I I kind of feel like maybe however he was paralyzed and not able to walk maybe she died in that reason or something happened and so he went even more crazy and paid some phone sex operator to pretend she was helen <laughs> okay but i, I whatever the reason i don't think the person on the phone and the real helen were the same people i think he at some point became delusional or tried to comfort himself into thinking or pretending that was Helen. Obviously, really pretending that was Helen if he invited her on a trip to oh, Australia. Yeah. yeah. So, any other thoughts on Locke before we move on to uh, old, old Jack? No. I mean, we've been talking about him through the last two seasons. Yeah. Other than Helen being, you know, there's obviously more than... And that's the only... For the flashbacks, the only extra thing we got in the flashbacks, everything else has kind of been redundant. And we finally figured out that the Helen in the previous flashbacks was not the same Helen that we see now. Yeah. And he did have someone trying to help him, too, out of that. Yeah. Like, out of his, like, funk with his dad. But, okay, so it seemed like this episode was just trying its hardest to, like, make you realize that jack's lack of faith like just that he has a like is the complete opposite of Locke. yeah basically because like it just his lack of faith throughout the whole thing like that might seem like like anything slightly impossible is on full display like that he doesn't believe any of that sort of stuff and 
do you think he kind of like started to maybe believe it at the end with what after his little talk with Desmond in the jungle or I think Jack is very torn between being fact oriented and the weird stuff that's going on and heart like emotionally driven and faith driven just because like at the beginning of whenever his flashback started and him protecting his friend and he was I'm gonna you know it was very love driven and I'm gonna protect oh, like my friend with, uh, yeah that first episode when that he first got flashback. beat up yeah and then his dad at some point screwed him up you know a lot and he became that person that we saw when his fiance got in the accident and he was like yeah you're never gonna be able to walk again and you know a lot happened in between those points when he was a little boy who cared about his friend when he was like nah this is what happens these are the facts you can't walk anymore and i think his natural personality and what he was groomed to be is in conflict with each other he doesn't know where to go which is weird because like well during that that season finale or the season premiere his dad was kind of like pushing him to where he's like you can't be like that you have to be a little more which is funny because that's what his dad was yeah Yeah. like like what you were saying his dad wasn't it was kind of like getting like teaching him like you need to be strong yeah and so yeah he just he's just been groomed to be this fact-based person yeah and is just in conflict with himself yeah and speaking of being the fact-based person like i think if some of us or most of us or whatever on this podcast were to be thrown into a situation there was like magic and shit happening kind of like what's going on with silent like it'd be like no like that's bullshit there's no fucking magic you know there's no weird shit going on yeah like, that's dumb well and- may- oh, maybe about the computer thing with the magnet thing that might be a little different that makes it a little extreme but also like uh the show sets us up to believe there's some sort of magical shit with the island and stuff going on however um so we as the audience believe that and then we look at jack being like no it's dumb and we're like oh no you're dumb idiot yeah I feel <laughs> but, like, um, like at which point at which point do you have to turn change your mind because like you've already seen your dad in the fucking jungle you've seen a smoke monster no yeah, yeah. but no because you see these things that are happening that are mystical magical whatever but then there's some kind of explanation for them like jack was dehydrated and tired and whatever and when he saw his dad and then when they saw the the devil mist i don't know we still don't really have a good explanation except for that some sort of island security but there seems to be everything that happens others are some weird kind of people but they're just probably shipwreck people as well and there's always some kind of explanation in the background to make it either fact-based or faith-based 
and it's very confusing and whichever way your brain tends to go I think they're very good at leading you yeah I, I felt like this episode they very much lead you to believe that Locke is right and Jack is in the wrong I feel like the whole time they're kind of trying to push you into the opinion that Jack is being aggressive and he's very his aggressive. opinion is wrong like don't don't think that logic is the right decision. Think Lock, Locke's faith is the right decision. I feel like the whole time they're trying to kind of push you in that direction to make you feel like Jack is being the bad guy in this episode. I definitely think they're trying to lead you. Yeah. Because agree, he's Jack. so overly emotional. And, and whenever anybody is over overly emotional, you're like... Yeah, mm-hmm. you're being emotionally calm yeah. the fuck down. But it's, I don't know. I still just like there's so many one way or this way you have to like gather all the fat and that's yeah. just me. I don't know. I felt it was very heavy handed in this episode to where they it were kind of trying to yeah. force you in a certain direction to think. But we as the audience know it's a TV show. And yeah. there's magical shit. Um, the characters don't necessarily know that, so they, um, you know, it's hard to blame Jack for being like, "No, there's no magic bullshit." Yeah, like, true. This is real life, brah. Um, but then again, as Vanessa said, she saw her Aaron or Erica, somebody that wasn't me, um, mentioned that he saw her, saw his dad and the. Uh, Alien robot, yeah, I believe. Um, it's so robot. it's like, yeah, one, but maybe he saw that and he's like, maybe he's at his breaking point where he's like, nah, all this faith based shit, magic shit is bullshit. Like, he's at his breaking point where he's like, no, it can't be real. Like, this machine can't be real. This fucking alien robot can't be real. It's all can't be real. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I guess we'll find out on the next episode of Lost. <laughs> we won't, but there's always hoping. Well, I, I do also think it's funny that like in the middle of this little battle of wills or whatever you want to call it between them, side is just like, Jesus, guys, would you just push the fucking button? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, yeah, it doesn't totally matter that, that much. Shit. Whether you believe or not, just fuck. Push it and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> So, you can't do this alone, motherfucker. I, I'm right behind you. Literally. I can. I don't even have to move. I just like press it right here. Yeah. It's like boop. It, yeah. The whole yeah. thing was like, very high emotions and yeah. God, calm yeah. down. Just push the fucking yeah. button. It was overly dramatic for no reason. I don't, whether you believe yeah. it or not, somebody wants to volunteer for every 108 minutes. Shit, oh, just push the button. He should have, the way he would have gotten Jack to do it, it was in like, if if Pins was here, he would have done it. <laughs> yeah, John's just up looking at Jack, like, yeah. can't do this alone. And Saeed just, like, reaches over and, like, presses the button and <laughs> yeah. just, like, relieves all tension. Like, all Ow. like oh, fuck. I you, thought we you could were have done that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's pick up this conversation in about 105 minutes. And we'll, we'll ramp back up to this intensity then. <laughs> so. Okay, so as far as the people in the pit, this one's a little bit hard to talk about because we only saw her for a couple minutes. 
But what do we think about Analysia, even though we kind of got into it? What do you think about Analysia so far? And like I said, try to keep it based on this epi- like episode for the people who've seen it. I didn't trust her. If, since, I mean, from That's this racist. point previous, <laughs> I did not trust her. She looked shady. Because she's... That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even, even though she... Okay, so I would agree with that except for first of all i know that sawyer michael and jen probably think that she's another but they also don't know that she was actually telling the truth about being on the plane because we saw her i like how they're just like she's it's a girl yeah first of all that was funny but we saw her we saw that she was talking to jack at the airport and that she was on the plane yeah but you still are like fuck this fuck this lady you don't trust yeah no i didn't i didn't trust her from the moment she was talking to jack (laughs) <laughs> from in the airport she just gave shady vibes all right and then with you with joe, joe what did so far let's say what do you think about the character i know it's hard to do it with the, like her first episode but she's hot That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> and then we know how erica feels anyway so uh i guess moving on to l- l- one of the last people before we watch the tr- the teaser but desmond obviously desmond desmond He's I'm over it. Saying all- almond, but he ob- obviously believes there's something going on, right? Because like he mm-hmm. seemed like panicked as fuck. He, he, I mean, he said he didn't know, but he seems to kind of err on the side of caution because he's bailing out pretty Which quickly. Is yeah. surprising right. to me. Like, yeah, because he was so. You have to have faith. You can fix her, whatever. When they well, met in the stadium, to Desmond. But then he was like, "Oh my god, I gotta push these buttons every day." Five million times a day. Like, yeah. Peace, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. See you in another life. <laughs> well, either they're going to push the buttons and he's going to be able to get away, or they're not going to push the buttons and it all. And he's going to die. The will Or it all. There's no way in yeah, hell didn't I matter. would last yeah. three so. years. After probably the first day, would be like, fuck it, just kill me. I'm not pushing these buttons anymore. <laughs> Yeah, but if if you thought the world would end, then you keep a lot of people pushing it, and he I mean, can't go outside either. Yeah. It's not like he can escape anywhere. There's so obviously might as well people get ripped. that are not on the <laughs> island that he cares about, per the photo that we pan to. So yeah. if he thinks we'll he's saving the world, he's saving together. that other person too. <laughs> You're just like, okay, okay. So you hope. Okay, let's let's watch the quick teaser real fast. There are a lot of secrets around here. On an island filled with mystery. All oh, this is food. Nobody gets anything. Everyone's gonna hate me. Nothing is secret. Hey, you didn't lie to me? What? I know about the food. For very long. I thought we were friends. Grab the room. What you got there? Nothing. Keep looking for some revenge. You hit me again, I'll kill you. Everything's going to change. What? And all new Lost. Next what? Wednesday, 9, 8 Central. English. What? When did Jen have a sentence? Jin speaks English. He was lying all along, that son of a bitch. Anyway, so this next one's about Hurley, which I'd say we're definitely setting up with with the, him finding the pantry full of food, but I'm sure that won't be mm-hmm. a problem, right? Um, nope. Not at all. Anyway, so moving on to the trivia, apparently the, the writing team was afraid that the hatch scenes would be heavy on exposition and drag on. The solution they found was shooting the computer, which would create a crisis in tension as the device needed to be repaired in 108 minutes. And also allow for new information to be given, like, quote, on the fly. 
The uh, sum of the numbers 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, and 42 is 108. Hmm. The number of minutes on the timer in the hatch, 108 times 5, which I don't know why you times it times 5, but is 540, which are the number of yep. days Dr. Marvin Candle indicates in the orientation yep. film. The photo that Jack finds in the hatch of Desmond and some girl originally had a different woman in it. Really? Yes. Um, which was interesting. Uh, here's a, I'm going to do a quick screen screen share of the. That's that's the original picture right there. Which is very. Which is very blurry. But yeah. Um. Anyway, that's it for the trivia. So on to the games real fast. Let's okay. start with the usual. So there's nickname games. Okay. I counted five. Which Erica can't count me right now, but they were cupcake, sister, sweetheart. He calls them Chewy and then Shaft. Yes, uh, Shaft. Yeah. So last week's those. guesses were it was. Uh, what wait. about the Howdy Doody reference? Oh, we didn't get it. We didn't get a guess from Joe, did we? Oh no, because we said that it wouldn't uh, matter, huh? What about the Howdy Doody? That Howdy Doody. He was talking about it, uh, what are they going to do? Anyway, okay. so uh, it was Aaron three, Vanessa four, Erica five, and then Joe uh, guessed, and then. Uh, <laughs> The winner was Erica because it was five. Damn, she is on a roll. Yeah. So let's guess the the guesses for next week, which is the Hurley episode. Vanessa, you're first. Three. Three. Okay. What's the next episode called? Everybody hates Hugo. It's about uh, Hurley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. Two. I'm gonna her nicknames. I'm gonna guess one. Two zero four four. I mean, I probably should have guessed zero. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then now under Hurley's two count, I counted three. So last week's guesses were Aaron two, Erica one, and Vanessa three. So Vanessa won that one. T- Vanessa won Yay, that finally. one. Yeah. So the guesses for next week, Erica is first. But it's a Hurley episode, so keep that in mind. Three. For his episode, all right. Vanessa, it's a Hurley episode. Four. Four. Okay, I'm going to guess five, because... Hurley says that a lot. Joe, you want to go higher, lower? Seven. Seven. You know, last time he did that, he won. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. And we uh, we actually are going to read a review real fast from the one review. We actually have two reviews, but um, let's just read the one review because the other review uh, uh, is, is from... So, someone we know. So, uh, tell us the other one. But, Vista, do you want to read that review real fast? Because we got a review. Yes, I will read it. It says, I watched Lost when it first aired in ABC. I love this podcast. It puts a funny spin on the show and has brought up things that I didn't catch when I first watched it. Aaron, Erica, and Vanessa make a good team, and I enjoy listening, especially when they get off topic. And that's by Lady Hawk twenty three. That is one good review. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, I mean you, you, you were like you were cutting out the whole time. We didn't hear anything yeah. you said, but uh, I'm sorry. Well, no, 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 no that's fine. That no, that, that okay. works. That's a good review. I know you're recording your audio on the. Yeah. Episode. So uh, okay, and uh, and then the, lastly, uh, before we do the social media stuff, Joe, would you do you have do you have something you care to plug for this episode? Yeah, um, I am on this podcast called see you at the potty richter we review and review we go through and make dick jokes about <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger movies yeah i wouldn't even say dick jokes more like porn jokes uh and less like jokes more like stories yeah um 
But it's called See You at the Potty Richter, P-O-D-D-Y. So uh, check it out, rate, review, um, at least subscribe or download. You don't even have to listen, but you should. You definitely but, you should. Um, yeah, and that's it. Awesome. So thank you for having me on these episodes. Of course. Thanks for uh, hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for dealing with all my dick jokes. So <laughs> I uh, send that to Erica and Vanessa. <laughs> Not you, Aaron. Eh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. No problem. Uh, I'm good. Vanessa, do you want to do the social media stuff real fast since we did the la- we forgot the last time? Find us on Instagram at you all every pod. You can see our lost liquor recipes, uh, our show drinks, who's winning the name game, Kate's pout count. I don't know if we've done that in a while. We haven't. Uh, we'll have to get caught back up. But our Facebook page also is You All Every Potty, a Liquored Up Lost Rewatch. And I have started a TikTok, which has not been managed in a while because I don't want spoilers, but it is also the same as our Instagram at You All Every Pod. Awesome. All right. Well, let's let's do it. All right. Okay. One, two, three. Okay, bye. <laughs> Peace. All right.